What's up, my friends? Dr. David Boyd, and this is the Modern Medicine Matters Podcast, your daily dose, episode number 105. Today's topic is this. What's on your whiteboard? Sit back and relax, because here we go. Is it just mirrors like whiteboards? Are whiteboards a movement, right? I mean, certainly, like, you step in a CrossFit gym, and if you've done CrossFit, you know what I'm talking about. There's there's whiteboards everywhere, right? There's even uh, a thing called Beyond the Whiteboard, which is actually a pretty cool app to track workouts and such. But... Stepping back from that, like whiteboards, aside from just an office setting, are kind of a thing now. I've become a bit of a whiteboard junkie, maybe even a whiteboard snob, I'd say. Like it has to have like a certain surrounding to it. Um, It has to, when you put the marker to it, have a certain flow, a certain grittiness, a certain smoothness, and I'm particular about my marker. (laughs) So there. And the funniest thing is, you know, I looked and looked and looked for different whiteboards that I liked. And they're crazy expensive. Like, I like a really big whiteboard because when I get brainstorming, I like to draw a bunch of things out. And the really big ones are crazy in price. So this is what I did. Um, I had this bright idea. I went to Ikea and I just bought a tabletop instead. And I screwed two hooks to the back of it and I hung it on the wall. Boom. Done. Whiteboard. And it was like 35 bucks. Versus if I bought one from like uh, Staples or Office Max or something the same size as this of this uh, tabletop, it would have been like, you know, $200 or something crazy like that for a whiteboard. All right, I'll get off my whiteboard soapbox and get to the point. The point is this. When you have like a blank piece of paper or a whiteboard or whatever it is, when you have this in front of you, you have infinite possibility. Consider that the opportunity that you have to create something in your life is right there. And the beautiful part about drawing this out is that it becomes, instead of just this idea that you had, it becomes this thing in front of you, right there in black and white. It just went from an idea to now a drawing. That's step number one. Now there's some accountability that you need to place behind it. See, I didn't understand this habit. This is where I goof things up for a decade of my life. I've had some amazing ideas. I came up with some, some, some great inventions and things like that that I was like, oh, man, this is going to be amazing. And then I never did anything about it. I was like, oh, yeah, that would be nice. and never took any action steps. One of the things that... Um, I'll give you, give you a little background. So 10 years ago, I had this bright idea for weight loss. I was like, you know what? I'm going to invent this thing called gastro ball. That was what I called it because I really couldn't come up with a better name. That was like this thing that you would swallow and it would take up space in the stomach. And, um, and this was going to be great. So that, that way folks would get early satiation. And I never did anything about it. And lo and behold, a couple years ago, I see that some big company came up with a very similar idea. And kudos to them because um, they actually took some action on it. And I kicked myself. And this is one of these lessons that I learned. I'm sure folks out there, that I'm sure you've been in similar places, right? Where you came up with an idea for something and then, and then you find it in the store years later. Imagine if. Imagine if you drew things out on a whiteboard and said, okay, here's the big idea. And then took that big idea 
and split it up into little step-sized bites, like little steps that you had to take, and take those steps on a regular basis in order to ultimately make that idea come to life. Easy, right? See, I've had the opportunity in my clinical practice and socially to get to know some pretty powerful folks. I've had the honor of taking care of billionaires, celebrities, influential people, and, and, and be their personal physician. And I thought to myself, you know, this is great. Like, I'm providing healthcare to some really powerful people, and they're, the questions that they're asking and what they're asking of me is they're saying, hey, doc, how can I not get sick? How can I not age as fast? How can I not do the conventional things? How can I have a different experience when it comes to my health care? And because those questions were posed, it forced me to think out of the box a bit and to do things a bit differently. And then it raised another question to me. What if, what if I could give the same experience to other people. Heck, I want it for myself. And so that's what forced me to go to the whiteboard in the first place. I had to sit down, or stand up in this case, and say, okay, like what would that even look like for somebody? And I came up with the idea of P3MD, personal primary physician, so that folks have their own personal doctor that knows them, that knows them well. So that folks have a doctor that doesn't have to play by the same rules with conventional healthcare. See, what most folks don't understand is that when you use your medical insurance for your primary care, this is a lot like using, trying to use your car insurance for an oil change. It actually doesn't really equate. And so what medical insurers do is they give you the lowest possible level of care, literally. Like, so the doctors can't provide you the type of service that you may need. They have to jump through a bunch of hoops. And on top of it, most doctors that, are, that take conventional insurance and such are seeing 30, 40 patients a day. They're spending like seven minutes per patient, if that, not even looking up for the computer. So there's this depersonalized relationship with patients, number one. Number two, medical insurance companies know this they know the doctor's stressed, and they know they're not going to jump through a bunch of hoops for a patient. So, so even if somebody needs like some fancier test, they know the doctor is not going to sit there and petition through and sit on hold and fill out forms and do whatever needs to be done in order for the patient to get whatever it is that they need. They'll just write a prescription and say next. And that's what happens. Welcome to the healthcare experience in the U.S. nowadays. So instead, I had to break that down and say, okay, like in order to give the kind of care that I want to give, the kind of care that I would want, what would I have to do? How would I have to navigate this? And then once I figured that out, I had to chop it up bit by bit in order to make that happen. This took me way longer than I thought. I wanted to be up and rolling in a month. It took me about six of day in, day out work. And P3MD is off to a good start. Uh, I have the honor of, I have about 25 patients at the time of recording of this podcast. And, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm taking on the entire medical system. I'm doing something that I didn't think could have been done. And you know what? It's working. 
So it leads me to raise other questions of other areas of my life. Like, okay, well, if this is working here, then what would happen? Like, what would happen if I did this with my health? So I picked an absolutely crazy, like a, a crazy outcome. I had never really done anything of major physical significance in my life. I had been chubby and got fit, but otherwise I really didn't do like any kind of amazing thing. So that's what led me to Ironman. And I was like, okay, well here, I want to be able to complete a 70 mile race, 70 miles nonstop. And I looked at that at first and I was like, (laughs) right, (laughs) I could barely run a mile. Are you kidding me? And then I broke it up into a training regimen, hired a coach. Like, okay, what do I need to do in order to swim so that I don't drown? To bike so that I don't wreck? And then just finish the run. And it took me eight months. Eight months of planning. Eight months of execution. Taking this massive goal, breaking it up into little consumable bits. And then going bit by bit. It can be done. I went from having a relationship with my daughters, where of course I loved them, but really didn't know them. Like I would come home and I'd be like, daddy's home and they'd be watching TV or they'd be playing in the room and that was that. I said, okay, what do I need to do in order to shift this relationship? That's weekly daddy-daughter dates. That's daily notes that I write them, just little sticky notes that says that I love and I care about them. That's tucking them in bed most nights. Some nights I'm working at the hospital as I'm getting my business going. But most nights I'm tucking them in bed, saying prayers with them stroking their back till they fall asleep. And what I found with that is an amazing relationship that when I see them, they run to me. They're excited. They're happy. So am I. And what a gift. What a gift it is for me as their dad to receive them that way and then to build these memories with them. My point is this, folks. I've goofed up all kinds of things, from parenting to marriage to business, I mean, to, to, to me personally, to not dealing with crap in my past and everything until I had to focus it. And how I've done it is the exact way that I'm telling you right now. Take a whiteboard, take a blank piece of paper, whatever it is, and just write something down. Write something down that you want. And then start doing the backtracking. Like backtrack, how would you have to make that happen? Break it down into little bits. And then starting each week, you just write that down and say, okay, Monday, I'm going to do this to make that happen. Tuesday, I'm going to do this. Wednesday, I'm going to do this. Just little small steps. One little small step. But you make that small step with consistency. And what happens is before you know it, you're there. It's a beautiful thing. What small step do you need to take today? Answer that question. So what I got for you today, my friends, here on the Modern Medicine Matters podcast, if you don't follow me on social media, I wish you would. Come follow me on Facebook at David Boyd, Instagram, David Boyd MD. And then last but not least, if you live in Phoenix, Arizona, particularly the West Valley, then uh, come check me out, P3MD. That is P3MD.com. Go ahead and put in your name and email address, and that'll lead to a conversation between you and I to see if we are a fit. So what I got for you today, my friends, remember health as well, so invest in yourself. Be coming at you again tomorrow. 